Kaffeeka is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a Fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we are joined by Agath and Chayan, two international students and theorists from international office at Linköping University. The admission results for the first and main round of application is out. In today's talk, we will discuss about the next steps and Agath and Chayan will share some tips for the upcoming students as well. My name is Abhijit. Let's start the Fika. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. So before we begin and talk more about the admission results and next steps, why don't you guys just introduce yourself? So my name is Agathe, I come from France, and I'm in the second year of the Master of Design here in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Hi, uh, I'm Therese uh, Lindqvist from the International Office, also, and I come from Sweden. <laughs> uh, hello there, uh, my name is Chayan, and I'm from India. I'm studying International Master's Program for two years. Uh, it's called Statistics and Machine Learning. Mm-hmm. So we have someone from international office, a student from uh, European Union, and then uh, a student outside Europe as well. So I foresee a very fun talk uh, about the admission results and also the some steps and maybe some tricks for the upcoming students as well. So uh, how do you feel when you received your admission results uh, and when did you receive which year? Agath? So for me, it's been two years. So it was two years ago. And I was very anxious because I really, really, really wanted to come here. So I remember like being fidgeting and all nervous at home while waiting for the email, like checking in the website, etc. But I was very happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I felt uh, ec- ecstatic, like uh, I was overjoyed. It, I was really happy because like if you think about it, your result is like the culmination of whatever you did till that point, like all extracurricular activities and your professional experience, your bachelor's, everything th- that counts. And then if you win, when you get in, it's, uh, you feel really happy and uh, you, you feel proud also that, okay, yeah, you got in and you wanted to really get into this university, go to Sweden. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's uh, wonderful when you tell your mom, yeah, I might go to Sweden. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, yes, <laughs> yes, I've made it. Yeah, I've made it. <laughs> I'm going. True, yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can certainly imagine like the admission uh, period gets over during the mid of January and then you have to wait for m- more than two months to get the results and that anxiety. And when you re- receive a result from the university or the country that you would like to go and we'll receive it, you're like, I jumped off the bed, like when yeah. I, I was so nervous to open the email, uh, like, did I get selected in any of the university? Because you could choose four universities. So I literally jumped off the bed and shouted like, yes, I got admitted to the university that I wanted to. So I can feel uh, the excitement that the students who have received the email a uh, few days back, how would they be feeling right now? So what is the first thing that you did um, after getting, admi- uh, getting the admission results? I think for me, one of the first thing uh, I did is because I knew that um, accommodation was a, a big struggle uh, mm-hmm. in Sweden. I first looked, I went into like every Facebook group I could. Uh, I had already signed up in like accommodation lists uh, and I started looking for accommodation right away. I was like, 
I'm going to Sweden, so I need like a place to live. Yes. I need everything to be set and clear. And I made a kind of a plan on like, yeah, I need accommodation by this date. I need to plan my travel by this date. Yeah, I was kind of crazy organized on that. Uh huh. Uh, how, about, how about you, Tim? Uh, so the first thing I wanted to do was like uh, get to know like what people will be there in my class. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I, I just, I was like really curious, like uh, where are people coming from and uh, which country and how many people are there? So the first thing I did, like I created a Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, that. <laughs> yes. And I think like uh, uh, it was in uh, basically for the people who, who got admitted to Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, to Swedish universities. And uh, yeah, and many people joined. But yeah, that was uh, the thing that I did. And uh, I don't know, like I was just, uh, I ju- yeah, okay, I wanted to like really understand what is the next steps from the university, like what is the procedure as an international student, uh, because uh, we need bank accounts, we need a uh, lot of references and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I did that. Do you have any recommendation, serious? What should the upcoming students do after? Uh, well, I, I I guess for um, students coming outside of the EU, it's important to to early on uh, send in an application for a residence permit. It it can take some time, uh, so to make sure that you can uh, come here on time and don't be stressed in 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 late summer uh, yeah. before it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to to hand in your application as soon as possible, uh, making sure you can. Yeah, so since we're talking about the residence permit for people who don't reside in EU, uh, what are the steps involved or, or what are the necessary things that uh, ideally should a student uh, basically do or uh, what have you done uh, before? Okay, so maybe I can uh, start. Uh, so like uh, it's a long process for the residence permit. Uh, you have uh, certain requirements that need to be fulfilled to in order to get acceptance. And uh, one of uh, one of them is like uh, you need to show the maintenance uh, money for twelve months that uh, you can okay you can you're going for uh, two years so for they give you uh, the card for twelve months and then uh, you need to show the uh, amount in your bank so yeah, in, yeah. in in um, yeah so whatever the conversion whichever whichever country you are coming from you need to show like you have you can you have that money yeah and uh, then you need. Uh, I would say, yeah, the the accommodation. I uh, guess the paying of tuition fee is important. Yeah, before the applying paying for of yeah. tuition fee is also one of the requirements that you need to pay uh, before the deadline. Yeah. And then you have to get the complete application and send it to uh, Migration Service uh, Sweden. And I would yeah. add even don't wait until the last day of the deadline because if you submit your application at the end, uh, it, it will take... It will not be at the first at the beginning of the line, and there's a lot of people applying to come to Sweden. Mm-hmm. So, long processing time, and then you might be like really stressed in August when you have to be here and you still haven't results uh, yeah, received your results. Yes. So I would recommend to apply as soon as possible, like to True. pay your tuition fees because the university has to validate for the visa before. True. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. we do have uh, very strict. Uh, we think it's important that all students arrive on time, so we have quite strict uh, rules uh, when it comes uh, to roll calls, so the day when you're supposed to be here. Uh, so if you haven't received a residence permit before then, it can be very tight. And, and yeah, it, it, it's a much nicer 
start a process <laughs> knowing like already yes. maybe before summer or during summer ah okay it's here i can i can yep. start just making other plans and think about how my life will be yeah. and not worrying too much about the residence and, permit yeah and it's also way easier to book your travels to find your accommodation because you might not want to book an accommodation if you're not sure that you're uh, managed to be here. So mm-hmm. we hope you're going to be here. <laughs> but <laughs> they, that's one of the first steps is to make sure that your visa, um, like residence permit, is on, on process. Yeah, uh, that's that's good to know. Like, uh, I, I received my residence permit two days before the travel. <laughs> so I'm going to a totally different country and I don't yes. have... Uh, the access to that <laughs> country so but uh, yeah it was like yeah as you said uh, we need to apply early so that we can get in time yeah uh, it's a it's a bit yeah. tricky i would say because uh, it sounds it sounds easy like we just put some documents and we get the permit but i believe it's uh, much more complicated as mentioned because we and earlier we do it it's better and ideal time that they usually take i believe is around 2.5 months to 3 months but we should always keep in mind that okay let's have 3 months in our head uh so the day we we apply and they also give some feedbacks on the application like your document is incomplete in that case you might take maybe one or two more weeks so it gets a bit uh, trickier at the end but um what i remember that liu has made some changes according to the uh, or not liu in, in general sweden according to the deadlines because uh, the fee payment deadline was something different before uh, the deadline and they have made it a bit before earlier. Uh, yeah earlier just uh, in order for the students not to suffer a lot because of residence permit so yes. can you put some light uh, about the changes yeah we've had of course uh, with the pandemic mm-hmm. the war in ukraine with the migration uh, board has a lot of problems with uh yeah handling applications on time mm-hmm. there's been a lot of things just accumulating and uh from this fall uh, there's also a need to show your passport in original uh mm-hmm. so everyone uh applying for residence permit that um yeah comes from well then uh outside the EU needs to go to a Swedish embassy uh to show your to show your um passport, passport before you can actually have a complete uh, application so yeah, yeah. And uh, talking about the deadlines, the changes in the deadlines that uh, Sweden has made this year, what are the basic changes? Like if I remember the tuition fee deadline is uh, moved 15 days earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, it's uh, so 15th of May yeah. uh, is uh, the deadline. If you, well, like most now are um, are admitted here in this yeah. first round in, in, in March, uh, April. But of course, we also do have uh, applications uh, in summer or, or admissions in summer. Uh, for some courses if you yep. have uh, applied in that way and then it's 10 days after your uh, admissions result that you are supposed to to pay uh, so that exactly the deadline is 15th of may but as it does depend on or your migration mm-hmm. um, also depends on paying so try to pay as soon yeah. as soon as possible is better better yes. than just waiting yeah <laughs> i mean once you are confirmed like yeah i'm going to this particular university yeah. then we should do the payment at the earliest and apply for the uh, residence permit so the two things that that we have to keep in mind before applying for residence permit is uh, what i take from this conversation is to pay your tuition fee and uh, to have the money in the account for uh, because you have two options for 12 months or 13 months that you want to apply for residence permit so if you choose 12 months then 12 times um, somewhere between 8000 to 9000 the exact amount that is mentioned on migration circuit page uh but i recommend to keep uh, 9000 to be on safer side not to cut a cut to cut balance exactly uh, 
you never know for what reason the application might get uh, cancelled so it's always better to keep some money extra so 12 times 9000 swedish crowns converted to your particular uh, currency or maybe if you apply for 13 then 13 times 9000 uh, that would be a, a better call uh, i believe right mm. yeah um but there might be some cases where students are exempted to pay the tuition fee in case they are offered scholarships so uh talking about scholarships uh what scholarships uh, and when when do we get to know about the scholarships uh the results or who are about to pay or not Yeah, so LIU has a few scholarships that we can offer. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's in, in different percentage. Yeah. Uh, some are, are part-time, or all of them are part-time, but it's from 25 to uh, 75% uh, of uh, of the tuition fee. Mm-hmm. And so it's quite a short window. So it's from when application is, or when admission is released until only uh, the 2nd of April uh, yeah. that you can apply. And then uh, admissions results are um, being public on the 14th of April. On uh-huh. the website for scholarships yeah yeah um there's one more scholarship if i remember is the si scholarship that yes. student might get uh, is the deadline same for it uh, uh i know that it's it's been closed uh, already mm-hmm. so uh as uh, so then um before before 1st of april as well yeah 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 okay so uh, it would be really nice to get some scholarship for students uh, who have yeah. to pay uh, but yeah um the could, yeah, i think uh, it's possible to look in also for your second year i mean for upcoming semesters mm-hmm. if you haven't yeah. applied or, or received mm-hmm. this year yes. you can look uh, sure. keep looking for for uh, possibilities once you are here as well uh, for the next year yes. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the second way of getting scholarship like yeah. Yeah. uh there might be chances if you have not ranked the uh, LIU as your university has rank one then you yeah. might not be eligible to up even apply for scholarships yeah. but you can always have scholarship next year uh, based on your performance and amongst the classmates uh, yeah. that you have Yeah, that's that's uh, really a good a good thing to know about. So, once a student get admitted to LIU, how does LIU communicate with the students? And uh, talking about your experiences, Agatha and Chayan, like what do you remember from the uh, admission uh, results? How did LIU contact you both? So, uh, official um, way of LIU contacting <coughs> us is mostly emails. Uh, uh-huh. Like, I think for me it was. Only emails. Like there is webinars uh, accessible online if you want to get more information. There's like blogs and a lot of things information, but direct communication is by email. Mm-hmm. I would say though, I would recommend to go onto Instagram because there's also like an official EU account where there is information from other students that are already here, um, and you can also ask questions there to students. You can also directly contact the universities. There is like an email, a uh, contact form. So if you have questions, you can already contact them. Um, but yeah, and also I would say, no, yeah, I would say Instagram is, is the most important part to look into. Yeah. How about you, Chen? How uh, did they contact you? So I think uh, I received the university admissions mail around 10. And then yeah. mm-hmm. at four o'clock, uh, I received an email from LIU <laughs> uh, saying like, hooray, you have made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, really nice. And they, they gave some bullet points and mm-hmm. th- some kind of resources or links that you can visit. And uh, they had uh, some seminars also mm-hmm. or webinars, I would say. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, attend them before coming to university and get to know about the accommodation, various uh, clubs or uh, here uh, in the university. Things to do in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and 
also about uh, any situation like our in our time uh, there was covid so there was a lot of information about that also yeah so how will be the classes going on some would mm-hmm. be offline some would be online yeah so that was also important and uh, i think uh, other than that you can directly mail the admission office or yep. mm-hmm. info center and then get more information if you want yeah uh, so yeah that was it yeah so how uh, is liu planning to contact this year to the students uh, like officially or unofficially like uh, what are the plans like uh, we have emails do we have webinars yeah exactly so uh, we do have some general webinars but mm-hmm. also program specific uh, yeah. webinars uh, that are, are continuously throughout spring yep. uh, and summer and uh then we will also send information about our uh digital digital information package which is like a um preparation uh, digital preparation uh package for all <laughs> practical information you yeah. you need to know uh once you arrive uh and maybe i can also just briefly mention a little bit what's going to happen like when when the first weeks yes. of arrival yeah, yeah. so uh yeah. in august we have a full full on uh, welcome period <laughs> uh so we have actually six arrival days uh five in lin shopping and one in north shopping so mm-hmm. it's the second 15th 16th 20 and 21 in mm-hmm. lin shopping mm-hmm. and 18 in north shopping um so those days we have um open extra long we come pick you up at the airport or train station and drop you off where uh, where you're going to stay later mm-hmm. just to preci- uh, just to to be precise uh, tr- when we're talking about the airport it's not stockholm airport it's shopping <laughs> airport we do have an airport we do have an airport in shopping and we're talking about that one exactly. yeah, we don't go to stockholm to pick, to pick. <laughs> if you go yeah. to yeah. stockholm you, you can take the train and we'll pick you up at the train station on that days That's a mm. that's a very good clarification. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want to give too false <laughs> expectations. That's true. That's true. No, but uh, we're open rest of August uh, or at least until the twenty fifth. Uh, mm-hmm. But so that's more general opening hours during nine and four in in Studentus at yep. in Campus Valla. So that's yep. like the main the main uh, reception. But we also of course have welcome uh, reception in in our shopping where you can come. Yeah, I remember one more thing. We have some cool welcome event as well, and yeah. you have some great panelists to talk about their experiences. <laughs> oh, you want to yeah. come again, maybe, and uh, join the panel to share your experience as an international Why student? Why not? Always. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so absolutely, we we have um, to start you off uh, to to have a good welcome event. Event. We have two uh, events called Welcome to Leave, which is also followed by Welcome Fair. Uh, so. Uh, We try to give you a good, uh, warm welcome, and then the fair is filled with uh, exhibitors from both within and outside mm-hmm. the university. And there's of course Fika uh, involved, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so that's on the 17th and the 24th of August. So that's yep. like the official welcome. And then of course, th- the big welcome is finished on Kalas. I don't have the date yet. It's yeah. in early September usually, but that's like the biggest uh, uh, student event in Sweden. So that's uh, going out yeah. with a bang, yeah. And I would also add, like during the welcome days, like arrival days, you usually find like as an added bonus, uh, student associations that are around to help you. Like you're wondering maybe like, oh, where can I get bed linens or where can I get that? Or how do I meet other students? And they will be here with like all the events they have planned you in the yep. coming yes, weeks yes yep. and all the information they can give you and they will give you all that to you if you want to uh, <laughs> we're so, so thankful for all yeah. the if, if i can add uh, one point yeah. uh, then uh, so also like it's important that uh, 
you come early and then you have one association here called second hand mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. can really help you in moving uh, also the furniture if you want because uh, some people have uh, furnished rooms some people has unfurnished rooms yep. so i had unfurnished room it was uh, I, i was like yeah crossing the road with the mm-hmm. table on my head <laughs> <laughs> there's also bikes <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah that's also important yeah. point to keep in no, mind that's a, that's a good point to keep in mind um so uh, to take things like uh, these all information about LIU communicating on the initial steps like um, to give more information so we uh, will be communicated mainly through email mm. and uh, about the how to attend the webinar the zoom link for the webinar or any other uh, communication way that LIU will offer before coming here will be communicated through email mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, one more thing that I remember, like how uh, LIU communicated us, which was very friendly, and uh, I guess me and all of my classmates appreciate it uh, is through the Instagram when they did the matchmaking in our year, and I guess they are continuing every year. It it might be through Instagram, like it's not certain, like it will go through Instagram by email. We'll yeah. see where it goes, but like there will mm. definitely be a matchmaking this summer again. Yes. Really nice to find your classmate beforehand, maybe. plan accommodation together yes. yes yes or ask some questions stress together i mean i have a very good experience uh, with that uh, because we we basically knew all our classmates before coming here we sure. communicated with them how are they coming when are they coming so we we were friends before even coming here yeah and the best part of it was uh, when i came to uh, lin shopping for the first time or to the europe like when i have no idea whom am i meeting There was one guy who was there to pick me at the airport because he had oh, the car. He came, so nice. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I guess he came for both of us, me and Chayan, on two separate days. He offered a free transport to all of uh, us, like all the classmates, and he basically came to airport with his car and picked us up and dropped us uh, at our. Uh, and we went to pick up the keys and drop to our accommodation. Uh, and we didn't ca- come on arrival days. Uh, mm. It was hard to plan on coming on arrival days at that time. But uh, I mean, coming on arrival days is always uh, better because Allah you offers free transportation. But in that case, like since we knew him before, yeah. uh, it was a really good help. Else, it would have been a bit of tricky to come from airport to go and collect the keys. But even if they don't offer like mm-hmm. transportation to you, it's also very nice to know that. There are people that you will get to meet, yes. and that you're not like alone when you arrive. Like <laughs> yes. you can plan a fika, learn or maybe to ride go a to bike. IKEA together. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can like you already have a couple names in your head when you arrive, which is nice because there's a lot of new people and navigating through all that novelty, new country, new city. Yeah, it's also nice to have like. names yeah and uh, don't bring cash please <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah avoid cash cash Just is not king cash, in yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> cash still, doesn't work i still have uh, cash in my wallet <laughs> from like two years back yeah it has not been utilized till now so yeah maybe Do a small everything. amount like 100 kroner is fine for second and shopping sometimes it might help if you take yeah, yeah, yeah but not most you of the time you can use it in at least you know in supermarkets but it's yeah. just like we we don't usually so that's why yeah. and then many yeah. stores don't take totally anything cashless. else than yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, credit cards or or debit cards yeah so really really good input i mm. mean i came my wallet like it was really thick when i came <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you're just bragging <laughs> i read beforehand i mean i was planning. yeah, yeah but I, understand. i don't feel bad about saying yeah my wallet is not thick yeah, <laughs> and, and, um there is like different possibilities to be able to not have cash and that are mm-hmm. not like uh, for example me as a european student i use revolut which is like one yep. of the most used app here mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. international students 
Swedish students will have Swish. You won't be able to access it uh, unless you get a like uh, through a lot of administration. Yeah, yeah. But um, Revolut is quite nice because you can transfer uh, money easily between different students. Yeah. And yeah, and also have like a card that's pay directly in Krona, so you don't have like expensive bank fees on top of it. So I would recommend to look into possible uh, cards beforehand. True. Yeah. We talked about many stuff here, like what are the next steps for the students who are arriving soon. Uh, But how would we prioritize? We have things like accommodation, we have a residence permit, (laughs) we have fee payment, we have events, of course. uh, and then uh, the checklist, uh, there are multiple things for students, like it's too many things to grasp right now. So mm. how do we prioritize, like what to do first uh, would, would might, might, might help to the upcoming students? Like in my mind, there is two things that are like the yep. priority is if you're not from EU, tuition fees yep. and residence permit is yep. obviously one very important one. Yep. Second mm. one is accommodation. And I would say it doesn't have to be long, yeah. You can just, if you haven't registered yet in queues, register now. Yeah. And then you can see in June, end of June, July or August to uh, get accommodation. It still will be uh, possible. Uh, why is it important to, to register into the website? Like, uh, why, why do we need to register? When you register, you get a queue point every day. Mm-hmm. So... And Swedish students will have registered and will have a lot of key points. And I guess so we don't, we don't compete with them. <laughs> yeah, and it's very really hard to compete. So you yeah. need, like, ideally, like, to get your accommodation before the results are out in July for the second round. Uh, but, like, just to compete with other students, just go as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sure it's free. Something. In other cities, you have to pay to be in line. Uh-huh. But in, in Bishoping, it's for free. You yeah. just have to... I didn't know about it. Like if you have to yes. pay as well. In other in other cities, you have to pay. So in Gothenburg, you have to yeah. pay. Uh, there's uh, yeah. Stockholm also. You have to pay like monthly or mm. so. Yeah, yearly. it yeah. costs you nothing. So just register in queue right now. Yeah. And by yeah. registering, we mean just create an account with your email ID and basic details. Yes. That's yes. it. Exactly. And you start getting yeah. points, one point every day. Yeah. And when the time comes, utilize your golden amount. <laughs> yeah. Then it will be it will be useful. Yeah. Exactly. Don't start doing it in mid July. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I would say like uh, uh, keep both the things parallel. Just create accounts. And what are the websites that we can create account on? I think online shopping in Student Postader and yep. Amstaden. Yeah, I would say those are and the best. And in no shopping, shopping Student Bo. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say mainly there are others, but those are the like the bigger ones. And uh, we but we do like on the website yep. for uh, regarding accommodation. There's yep. a complete list of of. Uh, so we, we do have pages for accommodation. Uh, we also have page for admitted mm. uh, students. Uh, and I also do recommend uh, for the upcoming students to go and read the blogs, uh, which uh, international students have written about their experiences. And that can really help. And you have basically the links for all the websites. So you need not Google, like, what are the accommodations available in this particular city? So just read, click on the uh, link and create your account. Also, one other thing is even if you think Facebook is for old people, I would <laughs> recommend installing yes. it because yeah. here in Sweden, everyone uses it yes. either for chats, uh, for Swedish students, for events. Uh, most for events are hand. just here for uh, yeah marketplaces, yes, marketplace. uh, even for accommodation. I found my accommodation yep. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just be careful of scams. But yeah. yeah, yeah, we have heard many scams like never pay before coming here, uh, yes. or, or unless you meet in person. So try not to do that payment before. Yeah, the people will know. Like they usually know that students coming from other yeah. countries are a bit insecure about that. So like they would not ask you to pay full beforehand. 
not, sure. not not uh, serious yeah but i guess you need to do the payment on student housings like student uh, student bostader or hamstaden that we're talking about because yeah. we need accommodation yeah, from august and we come in mid of august but we need to pay for the entire month we don't have to pay for yeah. like like 15 days of uh, accommodation so on those websites i guess it's, it's safe to pay yeah if it's yep. on facebook or blockets or this kind of website where it's a private landlord you can always say like can i when i arrive i will pay right yeah. the day i arrive or something like that and it should be fine mm-hmm. uh like for the official like student housing yeah you would have to pay <laughs> beforehand but yeah. you can trust them yes so i guess we covered many important points here uh for mm-hmm. the and i guess it will be really helpful for upcoming students uh what what uh, are the next steps or what are the things that they should keep in mind so um but at the last uh, there's one very important question for all the fika lovers out there <laughs> Uh what is your favorite fika? Okay, so as an uh, original Swede, uh I'm not taking the most classical one but uh I'm a chocolate fan so uh kladdkaka is is my mm. big favorite preferably with some ice cream. Ice cream. Yes. Nice. Okay. Never tried yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm? As a other chocolate fan, I'm um, <laughs> I'm leaning toward biscuit mm. which is a uh, almond uh, paste dough. with a uh, cream of chocolate all covered in chocolate mm-hmm. amazing true uh so uh i'm not a big fan of uh, like uh, like sugar but yeah i i it uh, there's one called vanilla uh, buns uh, <laughs> or i don't know yes uh, i remember i remember yeah, that yeah it it uh, sweat me away like it was yeah yeah so <laughs> i ate like four uh, at the same time <laughs> i don't know what was that <laughs> but yeah it was it was uh, totally mind blowing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's, it's like heaven was melting in my mouth you know so yeah <laughs> I, i really love it <laughs> yeah be careful with that vanilla bun <laughs> yeah. when you're coming to lunch shopping i would say don't forget to budget in for fika yeah, yeah. yeah. yes I I love uh, black coffee and I'll go traditional uh not very traditional but dam sugra which is which basically means oh. like a vacuum mm. cleaner but you also have uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a traditional sweet uh which is not so sweet <laughs> yeah. but the combo of the black coffee with the dam sugar I really, really really love it. Okay. Yes. Cool. All right so thank you very much for your inputs uh and I guess it will really help uh, the upcoming students and I hope to see uh, the admitted students soon. We are all very excited. Thank very you much. again for joining. Thank, Thank you. you for inviting. You have listened to Fika with us with me Abhijit and this episode's guests Agath, Chayan and Therese. Don't forget to follow Lynch Shopping University on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to this podcast if you would like to hear more episodes like this one. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for Afika again soon.